This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. If you wanna, um, if you want protection and provision, uh, God's got it, and uh, just hook up with what He's doing. And church is what He's is what He's doing. Amen. You know that song says, "All my life you have been faithful." You know I haven't always been faithful to Him compared with his faithfulness to me, but thank God he is faithful, the Bible says. Amen. And that makes us just want to be faithful to him. Again, we're just so glad that you're here uh, today. Um, let's uh, look at First Corinthians 16th chapter in the 8th verse. And, uh, you know, I'm... Uh, am what, it is what it is, you know. <laughs> we are what you see. Uh, I'm just a country boy, country preacher. But that's how God deals with me and shows me. And so the uh, title today will be Mushrooms and Oak Trees. Paul said this in the 16th chapter of 1 Corinthians down around the 8th verse, he said this. For the present, I'm staying right here in Ephesus. Verse 9, a huge door of opportunity for good work has opened up here, though there is also mushrooming opposition. You know, that's really quite a statement that Paul is making there. Because God's assignments for our life always include great opportunity and great opposition. The greater the opportunity, the greater the opposition. You know, if you and I would live a life, the life that God has put together for you and I, for us, we accept that God's opportunities that open will always come with the devil's oppositions. There'll always be that and those who oppose. You know, if we are a people, a kind of people, kind of person that always has to take the path of least resistance, that we're easily disheartened, perhaps disillusioned or disturbed by opposition, then we may, interp- we may misinterpret the master's purpose and plan. For opposition and opportunity, an open door, go together. Opposition actually is a sure sign that there is an open door of opportunity for a good work. One translation says, for service. You know, the church... Um, is not for self-serving. The church is for serving God and serving others. Now, when we're immature, of course we're served. We need to be served in order to grow up 
and to mature. But it's not too long. You know, I know uh, growing up in a farm family, uh, before they handed you a bucket or something that you could tote, even a cup to the garbage can, we started learning that life was work. There was a work. There was something greater than just being served. We were to learn to serve. So it is in the house and the family of God. Yeah, sometimes many misread the manuscript when the devil makes it difficult, raises opposition to the good work, the God work, the work of God, and the work for God. You know, I'm glad that Paul pre-qualified this before he ever mentioned uh, mushrooming opposition. He had already decided, no, whatever comes and whatever it takes to overcome, whatever opposition comes, we do whatever it takes to overcome. And sometimes that's just simply, you know, I'm staying right here. Now, right here, um, in this context, Paul was saying, there's an open door. I see an opportunity. I see a great opportunity. How did he recognize that? Well, part of the recognition was the sign of opposition. He said, there's mushrooming opposition. It's a great indicator that there's a great opportunity. You know, if you focus on just the opposition, you wouldn't want to stay right here. You you wouldn't you'd be you would be moved from your assignment. Now a good soldier knows that we don't desert our post just because it's difficult. Amen. Now uh Boy, there's been some times that I had to run into God and disappear for a while and not come back out until I had the courage to face what I had to face and deal with what I had to deal with, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Amen. The Bible says that the Lord is a safe place. He is our rock of refuge. He is... uh, He is... A high tower and the righteous run into it and it's saved, you know. Uh, it's fine to disappear for a while, but not forever. Amen. You do whatever it takes. You do whatever it takes to overcome whatever comes. Amen. Sometimes it's easy and, and just a short thing. Sometimes it's long and hard. But I want you to be encouraged uh, today, saints, that what God is doing is always greater than what the devil has done or what the devil is doing. God's open door of opportunity for a good work, a God work, which is to bring the kingdom. We're people of the kingdom. Above all, we're people of the kingdom. Oh, they may brand us this and brand us that and color us this or color us that and describe us this way or describe us that way and paint, make an image of us like this and like that. But God sees us as his children, as his church, and as his people. And we are kingdom people because we belong to the king. And we have one thing, only one thing, only one thing that we're about, our father's business. 
It is inviting, it is providing the great opportunity. And that's what the gospel is. Good news, there is an opportunity, a great opportunity. And I know that there's great opposition. You see, there's great opposition to you ever hearing about the saving knowledge of this Jesus Christ. There's great opposition. The devil doing everything that he can to keep you separated from the people that would be some help to you, from the, from the family that you should belong to. The devil do anything that he can to, if he cannot stop you, he'll get behind you or beside you and push you to the left or push you to the right or even push you forward on the wrong path if he knows he can't stop you. But Paul said, no, there's a... There's an open door here for a good work, a great work. And he knew that God's open door is always, God's yes is always greater than the devil's no. Greater than the opposition that the enemy can come up with is what God has already. Before the foundations of the world, if you read the end of the book, guess who wins? Guess who has the final say? Guess who sorts out? Into each pile. Guess who? Are you listening? Everybody's going to, everybody will appear before God. Not everybody will stay. Only those who have accepted and believed that Jesus, this is all my hope and peace, all my righteousness, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing I could have done or ever do other than accept the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. But when you do, you know we're changed, aren't we? changes us from the inside out. Our heart is different. You know, the comparison of the work of God, the good works of Jesus, who came to destroy the works of the devil, compared to the work of the devil, the opposition, kind of looks like mushrooms compared to oak trees. See, Paul was called to plant a work in Ephesus. Ephesus was one of the great commerce centers, the great uh, cultural centers of the day. And uh, if you follow biblical history, you'll find out that it was a very ungodly place. Every form and faction, every wild idea, well, it was there. Here comes Paul on a mission. Not just a mission of his own, but a co-mission working with Jesus. And you know, everywhere Paul went, the devil stirred up trouble. Everywhere Paul went. So he, you know, is, it, it really is not of a surprise, or it shouldn't be something that takes us uh, and astounds us or confuses us in any way when he says, well, I see a great opportunity because there's opposition. <laughs> See, because I know that where God, the bullseye for my life, where God has called me, the devil shows up. Let me put it this way. When I show up, the devil shows out. And it's good that he gets flushed out because he's about to go out. Anyhow. It looks like mushrooms. I mean, he doesn't make any mistake of how he, he says this. See, Paul was called to plant a work, the church, the, an outpost of the kingdom of good work. Jesus said, I will build my church, 
And all opposition, all the gates of hell, all the devil's work cannot stop my good work. You see, in Isaiah 61, I I need to read this to you because this was the word that Paul was working with. See, he was working with Jesus and for Jesus. And Isaiah 61 reads this way, The Spirit of God, the Master, is on me because God anointed me. He sent me to preach good news to the poor. Heal the brokenhearted, announce freedom to all captives, pardon to all prisoners. God sent me to announce the year of his grace, his celebration. I don't know if I should read this because there might be too much of that other kind of grace floating around in here. A celebration of the year of his grace, a celebration of God's destruction of our enemies. And all, and to comfort all who mourn. Do you know, listen, Jesus was anointed, the Bible said, who went about doing good and destroying, healing all that were healed and oppressed, opposed by the devil. Amen. Jesus said, for this reason was the Son of God manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Oh, I celebrate the destruction of my enemies. I, I'm, I'm glad that sickness and disease was destroyed by the stripes that wounded Jesus. I'm glad that the keys to hell and death do not belong to the devil anymore. They belong to God. I'm glad that the grave will never hold me. My body see corruption. No, I will have been raised with him and seated with him at heavenly places as some great getting up morning if I go by the way of the grave. Now, if God can raise your, your listen, uh, you know, your, your worm-eating, bone-nodon, what's left of your dust, surely he can heal the one you're living in right now. Resurrection power is not for after you die, honey. He raised your spirit from the dead. He can fix that body. And you're going to see bodies fixed around here like you've never seen them before. See, because then when, when the kingdom comes, God brings it. Amen. And the works of the devil are destroyed. Hallelujah. And we should celebrate the destruction of our enemies. Amen. Flesh and blood are never our enemies. It's the devil. It's spirits of wickedness in high places. It still is a spiritual battle before it's anything else. Praise the Lord. And the church is the only one equipped with the Holy Spirit to deal with all opposing spirits. Anyway, shall we read on? To care for the needs of all who mourn in Zion, Zion is the church. Give them bouquets of roses instead of ashes, messages of joy instead of news of doom, a praising heart instead of a languid spirit. Rename them oaks of righteousness planted by God to display his glory. The work of Jesus, the work of Paul, and the work that we join God with, the work of the church. Your work, my work. Planted, rooted, and fruited 
renamed Oaks of Righteousness. You know, it's not difficult to distinguish the difference between an oak and a mushroom. Let me simplify it for you. One is permanent, the oak tree. The other is temporary, the mushroom. One is strong and lasts long, is enduring and everlasting. The other is fragile. It has its season in the sun, but it's short-lived. One is not easily moved, uh, the oak tree. The other doesn't take much to displace a mushroom. If you don't believe me, go kick an oak tree of any size. (laughs) Then kick a mushroom. No wonder Paul declared, no, I'm staying right here. There's a lot of mushrooms, growing opposition, opponents. Matter of fact, what I see is the mushrooming of opposition. This is the greatest indicator that there's a tremendous opportunity to plant an oak tree. Oh, and not just one. Not just one. I don't know if you caught it, but it says rename them. Oaks. Oaks of righteousness. But you know, it takes one to reproduce one. But it only takes one. It only takes one. Only an oak can reproduce another oak. Mushrooms cannot make acorns. And oaks come from acorns. Mushrooms do not make acorns. They only spawn after their own kind. Mushrooms, those that oppose the work of God, spawn spores of other opponents and oppositions. Do you know the devil is no more match against God, what God is doing, than a mushroom is a match against an oak tree and what an oak tree is doing? The opposition is no match against the opportunity. Now, honey, you can look at all the opposition, and it can be seen as obstacles, or it can be seen through the eyes of an oak tree planted that says, man, all I see is an opportunity. Because, you know, it just seems like there's a big old oak down there on the uh, farm. I went back by there today. We started out, very first film that we ever did, the first vlog that we ever did was underneath that oak tree and talking about, you know, making a stand. Things this wide, I mean, it's five, six hundred years old, older in this country. And this summer, sand can testify, you know, there was some mushrooms that showed up there that I had never seen before. I mean, man, they were just, just the perfect, perfect summer, I guess, for growing mushrooms. And, you know, nobody planted them there. They were just there. There, there they were. And, and, they, and, I mean, they were flourishing problem with mushrooms is I'm not smart enough to know a lot of them are poison, so I stay away from them. I guess you could eat some of the wild ones, but I'm not smart enough to know the difference. But I went back by that oak tree today, and you know the oak tree's still there. Mushrooms are gone. They have their day in the sun. That old oak tree, I don't know. I've been there 10 years almost, and that's the first time I saw the mushrooms, but I've seen the oak tree ever since I've been there. 
And long after the Lord tarries, long, long after, I'm gone. My grandchildren, my great-great-grandchildren, will see that same old oak tree. And it's full of acorns. See, as Paul, as Paul declared, for the present, I'm staying right here with God and his assignment. He started a good work in you, and he'll finish that good work. God will finish it. Amen? No telling how many oaks are in the growth of you. No telling how many people will come into the kingdom and believe because you believed. Because you do believe. No telling how many lives will be in heaven because you started on this journey with God and you stay on this journey with God and you finish this journey with God. No telling. That old oak doesn't just stand alone. You'll never stand alone. God's always with you. Well, as Paul declared for the present, I'm staying right here with God, his assignment. He started a good work. He'll finish it. You know, there's a huge door of opportunity opening before us, church, for the greater works of the greater one. How do you know? Oh, I see a lot of opposition. (laughs) I see lots of opposition, not to me personally, but to Jesus. I see a lot of opposition to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let's shut down the churches. Let's intimidate and frustrate the work of God. Let's cover their mouths and shut them up. Let's stop them from gathering together to be strengthened one with another. Let's get them fussing and fighting and cussing with one another. Let's get them pointing the finger at each other instead of pointing the finger of God in the face of the devil and telling him to get with his, you do the rhyme in there. Oh, good news. There's plenty of space and grace here in the kingdom. Sing a song that there's plenty of room in my father's house for you. Plenty of room for me. Plenty of options and opportunities for There'll be mushrooms and there'll be oak trees. You get to choose. So, let me ask you, are you ready for the lordship of Jesus Christ? For everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, he is Savior, but the Savior waits for you to call him Lord. And when you call him Lord... You'll be saved. You know, are you ready for the lordship of Jesus in your heart to be a part of the good work that God is doing? Because that's an eternal and everlasting work. It's not just a new leaf, it's a new life. It's not a new lease, it's a brand new thing altogether. The Bible says you are new creation. If any man be in Christ, if any man accept the lordship or woman accept the lordship of Jesus, he is altogether made a new creation, something that never existed before. The old is gone. The new has come. And it's time for the new to begin, isn't it? You know, your life matters to God.
is your, ma- your life can matter so much for God. Oh, God cares about you, but, you know, and you might have feel like that, you know, the cows have been tromping on you, the tractor ran over you, and all that, but, you know, I've watched them little old, I've watched those little old saplings that take a hold. You know, they just keep bouncing back and reaching towards the sun, and it might take them a little bit, little while. If they don't get uprooted, they'll be fruited eventually. You know, they'll straighten all back up again. It'll be all right. Amen. The mushrooms, not so much. It don't take much to flatten them. It doesn't take much to wipe them out. I want to extend the offer to you today, and I want you to consider this, that the fight in your life, the opposition in your life, is never about where you are right now. It's not even about where you've been. It certainly is not about where you are right now. It's for the future. See, in order, the devil will never be able to control an oak grove. His only hope is to fight the little acorn. It's to get it out before it has a chance to reproduce. Before it has a chance to mature. Before it has a chance to put that taproot way down deep. You know, the thing about an oak, it has one great big taproot that will go, they say, as far into the ground as it is high. Amen. Let me invite you to put your roots down deep in God. Pastor Ron's going to come, and I I want to encourage uh, you today. The work of the devil is always against the work of God in your life, and it's always against the work of God through your life and for your life. But I want to extend this offer of the Lordship of Jesus. If you choose him, you'll become an oak of righteousness, and the work of opposition from the devil will never compare, can never compare ever be any kind of comparison to what God can do, what God will do, what God has purpose to do inside of you. And it won't just stay there. Oh, no. It says they will rename them oaks of righteousness, the planted of the Lord for the display of His glory. I got a feeling that all this stuff that opposes that would cover you and put you under a bushel that would keep you in your own house instead of in God's house if you flip that around and see it from God's side You're about to see the glory of God like you've never seen it before. God has determined, he said, you don't put a light underneath a bushel. (laughs) You're not going to cover up my glory while you could no more stop me from doing what I'm going to do than if you should stop the sun from coming up in the morning. You no more can stop what I said is going to happen than you could hang your hopes on the moon that it will disappear from the sky. You could no more stop what I have intended if you can make the, the stars stop twinkling. 
And all of nature's crying out and waiting for the manifestation, the displaying of the glory of God inside of you. Jesus in you, the hope of glory. Oh, I'm telling you, God's about to uncover some stuff. It's happening right now. That and those that oppose are being exposed only for that the display of God's glory can be. Amen. God will move the mushrooms because he's going to plant some oak trees now. Hallelujah. Well, if that's you today here in this house and if, if, this, if you're under the sound of my voice wherever you are and you're ready for the Lordship of Jesus, let me tell you the only protected place the only prospered place, the only provided place is in the kingdom, is under the blood, is in his blessing and his favor. I want to offer that to you today. We'll pray this very simple prayer. Jesus, be my Lord. I'm with you. I know you're with me. I thank you, Lord. Amen. That's as simple as that. You just got to mean it in your heart. It's not the words you say with your mouth. For the Bible says, Jesus said, many will say, call me Lord. But not all of them. I am their Lord. That's neither for you or for I to judge one way or the other. We don't know people's hearts, but time will tell. Time always tells the truth. Amen. We don't know what pops up out of the ground, whether it's an oak tree or mushroom, but time will tell. Time will tell the truth because the law of seed, time, and harvest applies to all. It applies to all. Hallelujah. I want to thank you for being with us today. I want to thank you for your listening here. I want to thank you for joining us today uh, via social media we look forward to being with you again until then just be at rest because you're so very blessed and i want to congratulate you if you ask jesus to be lord of your life if you'll allow him to lord your life you are about to go on the most wonderful wildest adventure you've ever been on because these are the days of his glory he will write his Story and history will tell. What a time for such a time as this that we are in and have come into. Welcome to the kingdom of God. God bless you. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.